Yo, welcome to the Blue Podcast. This is your boy Mark Charman. I got some special guests with me today. I got my boy Junior and I got my boy Spence. How about y'all introduce yourselves? Oh, what's good? It's your boy JR. All right, listen, JR gonna keep it short, but listen, I'm gonna get it to you wrong. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. I, I thank you guys for allowing me into your home, allowing me into your cars, into your ears, and uh, hopefully, we give you food for thought. And uh, we're gonna bring you into our circle and let you all uh, hang out with us for a little bit. So, this is Spence, baby, and um, I'm just here to, to groove with, with everybody in, inside the building. You know, it's definitely a vibe right now. And we're going to let y'all vibe with us. Let's go. Yes, sir. You got Junior. Hey, listen, man. You can't give me a mic, bro. <laughs> you give me a mic, boy. I might go forever. I'm going to start spitting bars. You hear me? <laughs> All right, guys. So this is the topic for today. Um, we kind of thought about this. Um, and we kind of think that we probably should jump on this. And this is the question. Is Black Lives Matter helping or destroying the culture? That is the question. Do you guys believe that Black Lives Matter is helping us out as black people, as brown people, or do you guys think that they're actually destroying the community? Thoughts? Junior, what's your thoughts? You should let him go. So first, when it comes to Black Lives Matter, when, when it comes to any group in particular, um, I don't believe that our focus should be on depending on a particular group uh, to make decisions for us and for our families and for our well-being. It's definitely upon the individual uh, to make those those changes and make those moves and decisions to further their family, to further their education, and and do your part to further the culture. Now, we do have Black Lives Matter as a movement, and it's crazy, right, because I love Black Lives Matter. How can you tell me that Black Lives don't matter? That's crazy for anyone to disagree with that. But you do have the ones that do. Now, now let, 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 me, say, let me say why that's crazy. Because we ultimately know why Black Lives Matter is a thing. Um, black Lives Matter and appreciating Black Lives stems from our history of racism and slavery and, and it's crazy that because we're past that now and blacks want to um, build themselves up, that you have people who feel offended that we want to appreciate ourselves after being torn down, after being abused, after being raped and molested, and after being tricked and after being bribed and bamboozled and every word that you want to say how can you tell that person to not think good about themselves how can you tell that person to not speak words of affirmation over themselves how can you tell a culture that has been drugged through the mud to not take the mud off you and clean yourself up and and so when we talk about black people wanting to um have a, a day a month to build themselves up and appreciate themselves and to not look at themselves as being the ugly person that you said that they were, right? Because we had a whole nation. We had laws. We had the police in on this. Isn't that crazy? You, as a kid, I can remember telling my kids that you couldn't go tell the police that um, that someone was trying to lynch you or somebody was trying to hang you or somebody whipped you because you was black. And you know why? Because it was a law for you to be treated like that. So how can you tell a person who the whole world who the, the justice system said that you were nothing. How can you tell that person after they got themselves up, after, after they try to stand up and, and try to speak a, a positivity over their culture, how can you tell them to not do that? So when I look at Black Lives Matter and, and people are, uh, being offended by black people saying that their lives matter, I, I don't think that they understand where we're coming from and whether or not they understand it or not, is this is something that we definitely have to do. How can you tell a person who has been raped or someone who has been taken advantage of as a child that when they grow up, they want to build themselves up and speak positively over themselves. Or maybe they have a day when, when they say, you know what, I am a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I matter. How can you tell them that they don't matter? 
How how can how let how me, can you go ahead? I want you now, to come in pause, on this. Let me pause you on that. Give, I'm gonna stick a pin. What is Black Lives Matter doing now, to show Black Lives that interject that trajectory of <clears throat> being able to promote yourself to feel good? Now I'm to not feel there yet. Positive. I'm to not feel, there yet. So because this is the topic. I, I, what I, is, I, bla- I, is Black I, Lives I, Matter? I had, I had, I had to get uh-huh. this out because. You have some people who just don't like Black Lives Matter, period, and don't even know why. Yeah, they don't like the slogan. And I, I kind of know why, just to throw a little a nugget in they there. they don't understand. Well, it's not that they don't understand. It's the fact that they want to script you from your power. There you go. See, once you say you matter, they start to say, well, everybody else matter yeah, too. Yeah, Y'all have always hey, matter. Hey, come here, come here. Y'all have always right, so mattered. Now, now we got a foundation. So I just wanted to set a foundation of the idea of a black life mattering is important and it is valid. Now, the movement, Black Lives Matter, Mm -hmm. does it highlight that? Does it stand in agreement with just what we were saying? Um, Building up um, the black culture. Um, I I believe in some instances it does, um, but I believe that, you know, it it, it is now very uh, politicized. Um, It's now a business. Even though it may be a 501c3, a nonprofit, it has to be ran as a business. Uh, and, and I think that's what kind of takes away from the essence of Black Lives Matter. That now this movement was created, but this movement has to run as a business. And, and so it is now organized as a business. And sometimes, you know, you, you can have an idea and, and it can be so, um, so innocent and it can be so innocent in the um, early stages, but sometimes it turns into a whole nother beast than, than what you imagine it to be. But right? what, but what do you, as us looking at Black Lives Matter, what do you see them doing to hit the narrative that you're talking about? Now we're talking about action. Other than being on the streets, yelling and shouting, because there's been a lot of people who donated to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. What are they doing with the money? Are they opening up housing for Black Lives Matter? Are they fixing up the black community to have, so they can have feel self-empowerment? Because you know if you look good, you feel good. Now, are they trying to help those communities lift up the house values that they own? Teach them how to get housing, how to buy contracts, to buy homes. Now, are they doing those necessary steps? So, so what I'm asking is, what are they doing to help the culture as them being the name Black lives matter. So, and, 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 and you know, you, you're hitting a very good point, but I would kind of revert back to what I said in the beginning. Are you depending on Black Lives Matter to do all of these things for you? Now, I hear you say that people did invest in Black Lives Matter. So, okay, what, what should Black Lives Matter do? Or are they not doing the things that you say they do? Um, can you say that they're not helping families? Can you say that not feeding hungry people? Can you say that they're not building up black um, neighborhoods? Or, 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 or can you say that they're not doing anything positive? You know, um, I can only speak from what I see and what I do know, but I can't say that they're not um, making an impact. Um, even by having that slogan and, 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 and letting that slogan be known worldwide, is that causing an effect? Is that bringing an awareness to black lives? I believe it did. So so can we say that, I know a lot of people are against Black Lives Matter because like I said before, it's turned into a beast probably that it wasn't created to be just because of grown up stuff, you know, just because yeah. of um, politics, just because of money. When all of these things get involved, you know, you, you can't do some of the things that you initially said you wanted to build your 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 foundation upon because now you got to do the stuff that pays the bills. You got to do the stuff that is going to get you the recognition. But can you say they're not doing the positive things? I know a lot of people are against them, um, you know, and like I said before, I don't depend on Black Lives Matter, um, you know, for for my family and, and for for what I do for my culture. Um, but can you say that they're not making an impact? I can't say that they're not because I think that the impact that they actually did was significant to our culture Mm -hmm. because we needed this to happen, Mm -hmm. right? You had the Black Panther Party and that's why I feel like we never had nothing close to the Black Panther Party until Black Lives Matter. Now, the only, the big difference is 
Black um um the Black Panther Party was more of an organized group that actually did work for the community that was giving breakfast and was holding gatherings to educate black people. Now, Black Lives Matter, I haven't seen or heard anyone going to meetings to educate, to go back to educate the community, having breakfast programs. All I've heard of gatherings to go to meetings, to hold rallies, or to hold protesting. But what are we doing to educate? We just can't stay on the street corner and yell in every city every time we hear somebody black passed away. What are we going to do to stop causing black people to die? Well, one way is if we have little small community programs to take their children to learn how to deal with law enforcement when you come across them. And to learn how to, to, to speak to the right people to make complaints when the law enforcement do something that's negative towards you so that we can have a rapport on that law enforcement. So that way when something does happen... Something's done about it. Something is done about it because we have complaints. All now, right. people don't know the background of been having complaints. Once you make enough complaints about police, something done. does happen. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, us as black people, we hate to be a snitch, so therefore we hate to complain. Because mm. you complaining about a police is calling you a snitch. Well, it's not necessarily being a snitch if you could save the next person live in the next five years if they get that bastard off the field. Uh, save a thousand more lives, you mean. So, yeah, so I, I, and I hear, and then my perspective is totally different. Um, you brought me in from my perspective, my <laughs> and I'm gonna get to your blood raw. Absolutely. Wrong. All right, so you here's the deal. No, no. Right. So yes, guys, me and Junior have a cup, and we're ready to go. <laughs> and, and I'm sober. So, um, so here's the deal. Um, can you say that Black Lives Matter is not holding those programs? Can you say that they're not doing it just because it's not publicized, just because it's not being recorded? Can you say they're not doing that? Can you say they're not in community centers educating? I, I can't say that they are. And that's why I said before, I don't have that information to speak intelligently on. I can only speak upon what I know because I don't know what they're doing in different cities and different communities. And I can't say that they, that's, can't say that they're not doing it. But what I can say is that me being a black man and you being a black man, we can control what we're doing. Absolutely. So instead of looking at Black Lives Matter to do the things that we need to do as black grown men, we got to focus on the things that we can do as black men for our community. All right, are, so are, 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 are we in the trenches? Are we going back to the ghetto? Are we going back? So, no, no, not. Are we, are we holding those classes? Are we holding the police accountable? See, and that's what I'm saying. I don't look for people to do the things that I should be doing. Right. And I understand, yes, as an organization, we should hold them accountable for what they're doing. But what organization do we have that that are doing the things that we want Black Lives Matter to do? All right. So now let's shift it now. Because now we just got serious. Because at first, <laughs> this was about Black Lives Matter. We're, gonna talk, we're trying to stay on topic for y'all. But now he just got serious. So now it's time for us all to get a little serious. Because the topic was typically about, you know, what is Black Lives Matter doing for us as a yeah, coach? Are they yeah, helping yeah. destroying us? But he's typically saying, what are we doing for ourselves? Forget Black Lives. Stop looking to, for other people to help us. We should be helping ourselves. Now, the reason why we got this topic was simply because we wanted to see what is Black, Black Lives Matter is doing for the culture. Mm -hmm. Is they helping or, or destroying it? Mm -hmm. Now, you brought up a good topic. What are we doing for ourselves? Now, this is what I'm going to tell you based off me being out there in the field and trying to teach and educate people. First thing first, if no one is trying to educate them, they're not going to go out and educate themselves. Mm -hmm. don't, don't force people to educate themselves if they're not interested. So what I mean by that is if they hold no interest, right, mm -hmm. if they have no speaker to give them that interest in that field, whether it's in business, education, no matter what it is, if they don't have that speaker or, or that head figure that they're interested in to get that education, they're not going to run and push themselves. Just like when you tell them, go run and get a bill. Most people is not going to run to get a book. But guess what? If Steve Harvey has a show that they're interested in, they have a head figure, and say, man, this is the best book in the world, they, they're more inclined to go run and read it. Got you. So what I'm saying is, that's why it stems back to Black Lives Matter. Uh -huh. 
For the people who does not have that education, for the people who do not have the mindset to go do for self because no one taught them to do for self because based off the lineage, mom ain't doing for self. Pops ain't doing for self. Grandma ain't doing for self. So it's a lineage of people who are not doing for self and no one is teaching how to teach for self. Yeah, I, I agree with you. What can we do while we're not holding these schools? Granted, we are doing something individually. We are physically doing stuff yeah, to yeah. educate people. Yeah. But you're saying as a collective as, as a, group. As a, as so a, as yeah, a collective yeah. group, before you interject, if as a collective group, most of us don't know how to educate or get the education, we need a figurehead like Black Lives Matter that says, hey, do you know you can get educated for mental health programs? Do you know you can get educated for these type of programs in your city? Now, I looked up Black Lives Matter. And most of the things are based off, you know, like financial aid and like, you know what I'm saying, yeah. police reformment and stuff like that. But Black Lives Matter just don't reform around that. And what about the life, the culture that we live, the food that we eat? I think Black Lives Matter should stand for what it says, Black Lives Matter, yeah. which means our economics, the food we eat, our health. And our transportations. And the music. But you know what? All of that is what government is for. The people that we elect in our communities. So we're, so it's like we're, we're holding Black Lives Matter accountable for the things that the people we put in position to be held accountable for should be doing. I mean, and so that's just a part of it, right? But I always like to say, okay, I can control what I can control, right? And so what could we do is always something I'm going to always look back to. All right, can we get into the trenches, right? You know, so, can, so can, you don't think Black, Black Lives Matter is a big enough organization already with, with government entities that's already funding money in their in their business? They can't push leg, legislation. They can't push yeah, laws. We can push legislation too. If we have a big organization like that, we if we can. all came together, there you go. And say, now hey, Black Lives now Matter, you're talking to talk. I like say, to hear. Hey guys, <laughs> Black Lives Matter, since we you guys are representing us. So-called representing us, yeah. we need this. We need these matters pushed, push. All right. So, w- w- all right. So, what I like is action. And they, they are doing some actions when it comes to like reformment yeah. and police reformment. So, I don't want you guys thinking that they're not absolutely doing nothing for Black people. But I just think that it's so much broad. Of course. That they could. Of course. Doing. I mean, but they can't solve all the problems. True. And because they're gonna miss it somewhere. Yeah. And this is what we fill in the gap. And you know what? Let me tell you something, man. It is very difficult to service other people. Mm-hmm. You give of your time, and I know that. Um, everybody may not know that, but sometimes people don't want your help. Sometimes you give them more, like you said before, than they're ready to receive. But you're out there still giving of yourself, and there's a lot of people who don't want to give of themselves and who are in position to give of themselves. Right, they have the wealth, they have the knowledge, they have the experience, they made it out of the, the, the neighborhood and, and they're able to get back, but they won't do it. But they won't do it. They won't do it. And but those would be the same people who would complain about Black Lives Matter. Not that's not this circle, but what I'm saying is yeah. so No, I completely agree. How can I we hold so. them accountable? Right? It's like Black Lives you Matter is, do, is is doing something. Yep. But you can't hold somebody who's, who doesn't want to do something yeah. accountable because they don't want to do something. That's the ones I want to hold accountable is the one that says, I want to do something, but ain't. But no, ain't those, do they that. doing something. They're just not doing it to your standard or to what you feel they should be doing. So to, to, for, to say What do black, you mean by that? When you say they're doing it me, to my standard, but they're not doing nothing. I, so I you, told me, you told me that Black Lives Matter did something great, mm-hmm. especially... But you just, they raise but you awareness. Said they're not doing anything. I said I think it's to his standards. Though. Yeah, no, that's no, what no, I'm no. Yeah. I said I think it's a broader issue that they can be attacking. Well, and I did give them their kudos once again. Yeah. You just can't say Black Lives Matter and say, oh, we just going to do police reforming. I did something because I did police reforming. So, so, so call it Black Lives Matter re- police reforming. I got you. I got be you. sectional with it. I got you. So if you're gonna put some under a take whole, that I'm, name, yeah. If you're gonna take that name. Understand that you the umbrella. You're saying you need to cater to, to the, umbrella. The, the major issues. To the umbrella. That the, the now, black, if you're going to say, black, if you're gonna uh, say black Lives Matter, but just do police reformant or just do house funding, you need to call it Black Lives Matter. 
cops reforming, yeah. police reforming. Because you. You, you can't say Black Lives Matter, but yet you don't care about our health. You don't care about our jobs. You don't care about the people, our neighbors, the, the living situation, Flint, Michigan. Because Flint, Michigan is predominantly in a black area. So how are you going to say Black Lives Matter, but only in this issue? Now, now tell you got to think about all the issues, not just one. But tell That's me why this. I say it's more problem. You just can't yeah. say Black Lives Matter. But we okay, matter in so much economic, transit, for health. We matter in all can, of that. Can yeah. Black Lives Matter at this moment? They, they may be pushing the agenda in one area yeah. and learning how to master or to move uh, fluidly in that area. But can they include the other aspects that uh, Mark was talking about? Can they get more proficient in helping us with when it comes to health? Can they get more efficient when it comes to other matters? Or should they already be that? Can, nope. can, can it be something that they can develop? And, yeah, and, and I agree grow? with that. Yeah, they got to work on that. But but are they? Well, I, that's the thing. Are, yeah. Is that a direction that they they're trying to go? I, I have to say yes. I can't I can't defute that. Yeah. The reason why I can't defute that is because once I see some type of action, just because I don't know what's in the background doesn't yeah. mean they're not. Yeah. So just by me seeing some type of action, I think they are moving in the right direction. Yeah. But when I look on their website, it's kind of like in the area of police brutality, yeah. brutality. And and I, which that's how that's where it stemmed from in the yeah. beginning from police yeah. brutality. So I'm not upset with it, but with the name Black Lives Matter, we just don't yeah. matter. And when it comes to brutality, we just don't matter. Cause guess what? With me having a, a good credit score above a 750 credit score, they still don't want to give me loans. So Black Lives Matter been around for how long? Got better credit since, than me. Since this protest thing? <laughs> not not just since this protest. Um. Because I think it goes back to 2013. Okay. So, and I think I think it was even the Trayvon uh, Martin situation when they really really started going. Um, let me see. Yeah, with George Zimmerman. So, I remember that. So, did they bring awareness? Did they did they bring awareness to the police brutality? Did they bring awareness to the the um? The, the, the hurt that the, the black community was feeling from police brutality. Did they, did they do that? Can we say that they brought awareness? They actually made that awareness worldwide because you have people in, in China, Japan, Russia, Africa, they know about black lives. Latest, that, that was yes. so, the latest thing. years, yes. Absolutely. So so it is that is that a progress in any way? If you yeah, if you yeah. if we yes. were if we were to start an organization and we say, hey, we want to clean up our community and do this shit and do that. Though we may miss some things. Yeah, absolutely. But but if we get our message across the whole world, can we say we made some progress? And like I say, are they done yet? I mean, but now I, I can't say that they're going in, into the, the right direction a hundred percent. But I don't want to bash them uh, for what they have done. Heck no. Um, oh, this is not a bad conversation, by the yeah. way. No, it's but just, but there just, are some things politically, yeah, directions they are going politically that they don't need to go to. Mm-hmm. Which right. is a Democrat route. I don't think it should be stemmed from Democrat or Republican. It should be si- simply from black people perspective because we're not in, we, we don't own any group, yeah. Republican or Democrat. We don't own these groups. They're never going to be one of our groups. Yeah. Now, I am for opening up our own party group, yeah. but it's going to cause a lot of chaos to just have one black representative to, to speak for all black people. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? True. So that's going to make it tough. Yeah. But we just can't say, oh, yeah, we all going to say that we're Democrats. We all going to say we're Republican. We all have different sides and different mindsets. Some yeah, people yeah. are centrist. Some people are, are in the middle. Some people don't believe everything the right says. Some people don't believe everything the left says. That's you true. better not believe everything so, on side. So with yeah. that being said is, why is it that we can't have an organization that's not yeah. so poor to the left they or the just right. Tend to it just tend to the issues that matter. Don't let it. Don't let uh, the the, don't let the it politics. Yeah, don't let the politics get into it. Because guess what? Once politics get into it, they're gonna start giving you money. You tend to lead to push for these policies and these rules, and these was never even your rules this or your mindset. Crazy. And that's a beast that you. They gotta fight. And, and they and they already started giving in, in in some ways to it. Now let me let me tell you why I went the way I went. Now I can point out you know where monies are being spent. Um, I can I can point out all of these things that kind of take away 
from what Black Lives Matter has done. But me as a person, I always look for the good. And, and if it doesn't matter what it is. I always look for the good and I always look for actionable steps moving forward. You know, how, how can we fix the problem? That's always, you know, I'm married. You married. Mm-hmm. I don't want to focus on the problem. Okay, how can we fix the problem? How can we make it better? How can we move forward? I don't want to, because <laughs> I, I tell my wife and, um, and anybody else who's looking to get married or who's married already, maybe having some rocky uh, moments, and I know I'm kind of veering off. No, you but good. why focus on a, a, a matter um, that's not that big when you can enjoy the relationship, right? So a lot of times we, we focus on some small matters. We may not talk to each other for a week or two weeks, and you don't even know what it was that you mad about. You just know you mad. You <laughs> you're trying to remember. You like what you said again. I think I said this, though. but you said something. You, you, just, you just didn't agree with me, so I'm mad. You don't even know why you mad, and that's two weeks of your life that you'll never get back. That you could have enjoyed the relationship. So I'm always looking for. Okay, how can we move forward? How can we fix this, and how can we move forward? So, and and that's why it may seem like I'm pro Black Lives Matter. I'm not necessarily pro Black Lives Matter. I, I always just look for the positive in every situation. You know what? You know what I tell people when they ask me, "Are you for Black Lives Matter?" I said, "I'm for Black Lives, Definitely. but I'm not for Black Lives, the movement and the organization, because I do not know what's going on in the go. organization. For me to sit here and tell you I'm for Black Lives organization, and I know what what their mission is, their intentions are. Yeah, because the, the the creator of Black Lives Matter says she's a she's a Marxist. So she's already she says that." She says, she says, I was, I'm a trained Marxist. She says this on national TV. Mm. So you can mm. find this. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So anyone who says that they're Marxist, they have an agenda. Mm. Anyone who has an agenda, they, plan they, have, a, they have a plan for something. Yeah. Yeah. I do not know if your plan coincides with my plan. There you go. That's big. And yeah. my plan coincides with really what my people, like what Marcus Garvey was doing. Yeah. What he was seriously was doing, mm. taking people back to Jamaica, making sure that they have freaking food, had a ship, making sure that people's going back yeah, to work good. and they can feed for their family. Yeah. See, that's why I like what I do. I'm trying to push economics. Yeah. I'm trying to get my black people in the trucking industry. Because guess what? He who controls the goddamn transit business controls the world. That's true. All right? Jeff Bezos, FedEx, UPS. Think about these big guys. Billions. Those who control the goddamn transit control the goddamn economy mm-hmm. and control what happens in the economy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm big in the trucking industry and I try to push my black and brown people to jump in it. Although you have to get away from your family for a couple of weeks, but you're bringing a goddamn big equity back, which you can put that money back into something else. You don't have to be on the block. Exactly. You have to be in so nobody jail. Exactly. That's the goal. No self. That's always (laughs) the goal. So I always try to drive economy. My thing is, as an organization like that, with that type of power and that type of money that you have, God dang it, do you know what I'll, I can possibly do? Yeah. I would open up a building so fast and teach people how to get homes in better places. And when you get this home, how to teach your neighbors to keep up that organization, nah. to, 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 to at least police your own organization. If you go to a Jewish community, you'll see a Jewish police. Pause, pause, pause. Can, <laughs> let me interject. What you just said, is there a way? To bring that to light to the organization, and even if because maybe they didn't have ambitions to go into that direction, or even have the know-how, or even it's the know-how heart, it's the know-how, right? But you can bring that to the table and partner with them in that matter, because it may not be something that they're educated in. They may not, like I say, have the know-how or have the heart to do it, but they may need somebody with the heart to bring that to light and show them the route. Yeah. Something that they can add to what they already have. Yeah, you're right. Now, the only thing I can say is that um, I'll say like around 2012, 2013, I did get a group of people that I thought was like-minded. Uh, it was a company called Gated Society. You can look it up right now. You'll see all the chief commanders. The, what you call it? <laughs> all of our, all our names are there. My wife's name is still on there. That's and all our names are still on there. Mm-hmm. We have opened up a nonprofit called a Gated Society. And what it, standard, what it stood for was pretty much a gated community helping each other to move forward and to get better. Now, we all had the same goal. But what tends to happen is, let's say, for example, you have 10 people who have the same mindset. 
but don't have the same work ethics, that's where you become and you have problems. It's very hard to find people with the same work ethics. So when you hire or you start something with somebody who don't have the same work ethic as you, but they start talking that same talk game. I got that work ethic. I can do it. I can do it, man. Trust me. I'm going to be about that. I'm going to be there every day. I'm going to be out there in the streets. And then boom, once stuff get kicked off, you got the nonprofit going. They don't even want to go out there. They got their nine to five that they're worried about. They got this they're worried about. They start to realize that they still have to do their livelihoods and take care of another business. So once ideas start to mess with each other and people wasn't agreeing, it was hard to move forward yeah. with something that everybody thought was such a great that idea. So I may think it's a, I'm only saying that to lead to this. One black man may say this is such a good idea and he may rally up some other black people. Just like the Black Panther group because it just mm-hmm. took one rotten pair not to believe in his vision mm-hmm. to freaking sabotage it. Mm-hmm. So when you get a whole bunch of people that you think is like-minded but they don't have the same work ethic, that's where you become and you have problems. See, the Black Lives Matter movement, it started off with one person and she just continued pushing. Mm-hmm. So she's pushing her agenda and she got officers that came in. Now they changing the agenda a little go. bit. There you go. Yeah. Now, now they started pulling the strings. So, and that's what I'm saying is. When so you what first, is the agenda now? The agenda is whatever they want now. So what I'm saying you is know. when you say, the, oh, how do you start that for yourself and, you know, build it for yourself and create your own community that way to do the right thing. It's so, so challenging because they all may still feel the same way because the work ethic is so different and the idea, the upbringing is so different. The way I I was brought up, I don't think we should do it this way. You see what I'm saying? Or the way they saw someone else do it, they want to do it that way. So a lot of times you need a sole person to actually start it up. Get the train going. Get it buzzing first. Keep it going. And then have that person as the leader and let everybody else follow that leader, like Martin Luther King. Yeah, that's true. He became powerful as a speaker. Everybody followed. Everybody Malcolm X. He, he dropped, he left uh, uh, the Honorable Muhammad Malaja and said, I want to speak for myself. I want to build my own, my own little guys because I don't like your ideas. He didn't say, let me get five more other people that think like me and then we're going to start a movement. No, he just kept going. He cranked his own jump. He went from Michael Small, from Michael Little, to Malcolm X. He cranked his own. So, what do we have to do to start building our own or to do something like Black Lives Matter? Like you said, it takes that one person to have that gutsy balls. To keep it going. That testicular freaking fortitude to want to push it. Yeah. To want to, okay, no, I don't care what nobody else say. I know this shit's going that's a sacrifice. And, and let me say this. <clears throat> there are a lot of organizations that I know in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, alone that are doing some of the things that, that you're yep. talking about. Bringing awareness to economics and community and and, and trying to plant different things, different seeds in, in, in the black community to see black people flourish. They're not getting the recognition, but they're out there doing that legwork, man. And sometimes it, it, it takes a while for it, for it to build up and for them to get known. But there are a lot of people. You're out there doing it in, in your own right. You know I'm out there mm-hmm. mentoring. You're a teacher. You. Yeah. You're doing it bigger than anybody. The one thing I always say about educators, especially as a teacher, when you get them young, they don't usually tend to forget their teachers, mm-hmm. especially if you hear the impact. Yeah. Nah, they don't. You remember that teacher that gave you an impact. That probably what made you want to become yeah. an educator. <laughs> I remember a substitute teacher, but it was smooth. <laughs> I remember right there at Fort Lauderdale High School. He was smooth, man. He was black from, and he was from where I was from. The His name ain't Mr. Liquid. Jones, is it? Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Jones. I know Cud was smooth. Because this is a guy like, named Mr. Jones, and he was smooth, but he used to say, hi, the John Brown. He used to always say, John Brown. Yeah. He said, man, hi, the John Brown. How, what you doing, kid? <laughs> in a John Brown. What, what would you, what would you think yeah. that in a John Brown? He used to always say, John Brown. <laughs> man, that man was... He was it was so smooth. He wasn't shouting at no kids. He wasn't arguing with no kids. He ain't had no behavior issues. I say, dang, that he pretty smooth, man. I say I can probably do that. So that, that's that's one of the reasons why I got into education because he gave me the the belief that that you know me coming from where I'm from with my background that I can probably still do something positive too. But there are a lot of people um, in this in this area that are doing great things. Like how, so many ladies um, that started organizations for young girls, and so many organizations for young men, uh, young black men of color. Um, so 
uh, we can't miss out on those people mm-hmm. because they're doing it. Sometimes they feel like their work is in vain because they're not getting the recognition that Black, Black Lives Matter is getting, but they're out there doing the work. So we commend you guys. We salute you guys who are putting in that groundwork or uh, who's doing the work without the recognition, who are there for the kids, who are there for the, the black uh, community. There's, there's organizations that work with felons, bro. I mean, yes, that, yep. it, 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 they don't get the recognition, uh, recognition, but man, we recognize you guys today. Thank you for what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Junior, what made you change? Because you once was in a field of house restoration. What made you change to the field that you're going into, which is CDL? What made you change your 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 your, your, your aspect on life and the vision that you see for yourself? What made you change? To be honest, the money. <laughs> what else? It just can't be the money because money don't bring you happiness, baby boy. Well, I want to build a better life for me and my girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what made you do? What pushed you to do that change? The life. <laughs> I want to have a better life for us. So let me ask you this: the only reason I'm putting you on the spot is because I want you to be more, more confident in yourself. Yeah. Now, when you get this quote-unquote better life that you say. What does that look like to you? Do you think a better life is you just having a lot of money and life is just is great now? Or what do you call a better life? What do you see that as? Uh, not having to struggle, paying bills on time, having a nice bank account, being able to go out. Is that things that you can't do now? Because I'm pretty sure you still go out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you pay your bills on time. I mean, you know yeah, I, I do pay my bills on time, but... Having that extra money does help, though. Absolutely. But is that what you consider a better life for yourself? Now, I'm not saying that it's not. Because what, what's considered a better life for me may not be the same thing for you, may not be the same thing for you. Yeah. I just want you to make sure you recognize what's a better life for yourself so when you're actually out there, you know what your goals are and what yeah. it looks like. Well, for one, I, I do want to have my own company one day. That's that's <laughs> a good starters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, why do you want to have your own company? Because I don't want to work for somebody my whole life. I want to do my thing. Based off your experience, what happened with working with people? What happened? Why you don't want to work for people? Is it bad? It's okay to work for people. It doesn't always work out, you feel me? Like Because you're working for someone, so one day they feel like they want to treat you like shit. They're going to treat you like shit, and there's nothing you can do about it. True. Because you work for them. Now, what steps are you doing to make sure that you get yourself out of that situation? And I'm going to ask you that question because I'm sure there's people who's in the same predicament as you and who's yeah. trying to get themselves, you know what I'm saying, out of a situation. So what 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 ideas and steps are you doing to make sure that you don't go back into that job, nine to five, picking predicament that you was in? What steps are you taking? Uh, for one, I took the CDL school. That's good. Got my trucking license. <laughs> well, what other steps you gonna take? Tell the people what, what what are you gonna do to make sure you don't go back into that predicament, man? Gotta stay focused. There you go. Focus on what? <laughs> Help the people out. Focus on what? You know, like doing the trucking stuff. So I'm gonna give Juco a little help. Because, you know, he's a little shy. So that's why I have him on here. Because he's my shy buddy. I'm going to tell you what he's actually doing. He's actually staying focused. He's pushing himself. He's actually taking the test for the... He already did the test for the pre-trip. It's not easy. How hard was the pre-trip? It was hard. Did you pass Mm. it the first time? Yeah, passed on my first goal. Do everybody pass on their first time? No. It was like two people that failed on the first test. Now, when you got to the end of your schooling, was it easy to pass the CDL test? The road test? Yeah, the road test. Yeah, the road test was easy. Everybody passed the road test. Yeah, everybody. That's not true. Everybody doesn't pass the road test. What's the they, road test? They, um, they uh, after the schooling or whatever the case is, they make you do like the road test. That's and the actual driving test. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not, not paper. Well, well, in my class, yeah, they passed, but in other people... They might have failed. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty and uh, maneuvers. Did you pass the maneuvers yes. the first time? Do everybody pass the maneuvers the first time? No. So that just to let you know that. You That's have... actually one of the hardest tests to take is the maneuvers. Maneuvers. 
when you first learn how to back up, that's one of the hardest things ever. So that lets you know that it's not easy. You have to have extreme amount of focus because there's some people who take six months to do, to get their CDLs. Mm. My brother alone took five months. Mm. And he went through the same process that he went through. How long did it take you to get your CDLs? I did it in two weeks. Two weeks. Mm. So that lets you know that it's, it's possible to get it really fast. But some people work in different. You just got to focus really hard, man. You got to pay attention. You just got to like really Was be it into cheap? It. Huh? No, nah, it was not cheap, man. It took two grand out of my pocket. <laughs> so, to get your license is not cheap. But, guess what else ain't cheap? His future. His vision. Your vision ain't cheap. Because you already said what you're looking for for the future. You want a better life. You want to be able to pay these things on time. Have a better car. If your junk got a problem, you want to be able to fix it without a blink of an eye. Create your own business. Yeah. Teach your kids how to create their own business. That's powerful. That's super, super powerful. So, I'm very proud of you. Keep pushing that junk. Don't let nobody stop you. Now, Dispense, what made you become an educator? What made you get in that field other than that smooth talker? Oh, actually, it wasn't him. He gave me the confidence to pursue it. So, <clears throat> when, I, when I was, what, maybe 13, 14 years old, I began mm-hmm. working at the community center right there in Sunland Park. And, uh, you know, my education was pretty good coming up. I went to a private Civic center. Yeah, I, I went to a private school when I was younger, you know, so I, I got some good stuff embedded to me, into me. Um, but, you know, when I moved over here, you know, things got tough for my family, so we ended up inside the hood. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was there around that age, I started working at the community center. And um, the kids that I knew around the way, I was helping them with their homework and stuff like that, like a teacher's assistant. And they couldn't do their work, bro. And it was it was embarrassing. And you know how easy it was. Yeah, it was embarrassing, dog. But they knew how to fight. They knew how to pop that booty. <laughs> <laughs> they knew how to pop that booty, how to shake that booty. But let me ask you, why was that? Why do you think they knew more of that culture than more of the education culture? Do Man, you, you think that... You don't want to ask me that. I'm going to go so far. Let's, <laughs> this is a podcast. Go. I'm going to go We so about to far. go deep. So deep into the show, man. Right, y'all, this is the part of the podcast where we about to do a deep dive. No, we about to go, go deep. I ain't gonna go too nah, deep. Now, just give us some synopsis of um, why do you think that they was more keen or because more glorified. grasped for that? It's glorified. By what culture, though? It's who, glorified. Who glorified it? It's glorified within that that neighborhood. It was glorified a lot more. Music, so, television. I wanted to hear those. Yeah, so... <clears throat> yeah, so... but. So the importance wasn't really on education, and um, and I just felt bad, man. I, I felt bad that you know the kids, you know, were struggling like that, but they knew how to fight. What? But um, I say, you know what? Let me work with some of these children. I took them into a room, uh, one of our small rooms, and I had a few kids with me, and I just started breaking things down to them in a way that they can understand. You know, you know. When I say break it down, break it down to the finite <laughs> level. I find out where. They're struggling. I find out what what the obstacle was. What the issues or, are for them. Yeah, and so then you know, we attack those issues and we fill in those gaps. And I was doing that, you know, as like a 14-year-old kid. <clears throat> and so after, after you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour working with them, we saw improvement. And things that they didn't think they can do, they showed that they could. I say, dang, this feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels good to come in my community. These are kids that I know and give to them and, and show them that they can be more, all right? And so the confidence level started rising. I mean, um, it became better academically, and that was something I wanted to do within my community. So I actually do work in the same community. I actually wanted to work at that school, Sunland Park Elementary, but when I went there, you know, they didn't have so no positions for me. <laughs> they didn't yeah. have no positions. I end up working at a school right across Sistra, not too far away. Yep, same in the predicament. Same, in the same community. Same predicament, same struggle. But I was able to do, I was able to do what everybody said they want to do, right? Go back and help your community. I'm not doing it with throwing millions of dollars uh, with programs with, within the community, but, you know, I see lives change. Had, had you had the money, I'm sure you would have. Yeah. So, I mean, I will. I will. I mean, of course. I mean, and, you know, and soon come. Um, that, that's what we're working towards because you know, I believe that we do need to add finances with, with, within to this equation. Yeah. Um, and 
I'm on a journey right now to be financially fit, um, literate, and not just talk about it. I have to be it because I don't want to speak about something or teach people in my community something that I don't know. Never done something that you don't do. So in order for me, because I want to give the the knowledge on different things, but I'm not in the position um, to to really speak intelligently on those things because I don't don't have anything to show for it as far as... You got nothing to bring to the table. At the the level. And so... Before you move on, I want to say thank you for the services that you are doing right now as a teacher and as an educator. And I truly, we, we truly appreciate you as an adult because without you being an educator, we wouldn't be here as individuals because yeah. we need someone to teach us things yeah. in order to, to get this far. Now, now that you're saying that you are shifting to get more compensation, what steps are you doing knowing that you need to be there? What steps are you doing to take that oh, forward man. to educate yourself so so you can you teach someone it. out? You said it. You just said it. <laughs> you just said it. Educate yourself. That, that, that's the first and foremost. Well, I said thing. steps. Well, you could either say educate that's or the what first are the steps. steps. That's yeah. the first step. What do you do? Like, what right, books so, or so, what so books, books that, that let you know that you're able. Right, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I think that's probably like the book that Robert every, Kiyosaki. It, I mean, that kind of will mess with your mind, bro. Do you have his YouTube channel? That'll mess with your. Well, I don't have his YouTube channel, but I YouTube him. But that he has his own YouTube channel yeah. called Rich Dad Poor Dad, and it's fire. He's always talking about the stock market. Now he, he already he's messed giving, my mind. If he already, he, he'll make he you believe. Leon, hey, forget the book. He goes. He, he gives you some. Rich yeah. Dad Poor Dad, but continue. All right, so you, you got you got Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad. You got um, Tim Grove. You got the richest man in Babylon. You know that one? No. Boy, you better get who, in. Who, who writes that? Who? Oh, I can't I can't remember his name. But is he from Dubai? What's the name of it? The richest man in, in, in Babylon. Okay. And that's 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 a good. It's not Mansa Musa. No, it's not Mansa Musa. You know Mansa Musa. I know Mansa Musa, but that's not. <laughs> no, it, it's it's written. Um, it's written in the modern day. Okay. It's written in modern day. So that means these are foresights yeah. that haven't happened Th- yet. This is like a story that he's telling a story. I'm not telling you the book. You're gonna love the book, man. And that's 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 gonna get you. Um, I, I listen to a lot of um audios. Et, you know, Et the hip hop or uh, art hip hop um preacher. No ET. ET. Thank God it's Monday. You don't hey, know hey, ET. These, people, these, these people will mess your mind up because they'll have you believing and thinking in a way, and you go around people that you knew who are not instilling themselves with these things, and I met it'll him. mess you right up, man. You met him? I met ET. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, if you ever hear this podcast, uh, I work with National Agents Alliance, mm. and the guy who had him, um, what's his name? What's his name? I have this freaking number, but it's the owner of National Agents Alliance mm. um, with the life insurance company, yeah. and he came in there as a motivator speaker to push the agents to sell more in North Carolina, Riley, Damn. and I met E.T. And his story is The crazy. hip-hop preacher. His story is crazy. That's man. when I started following him, when I met him in person. Yeah. And he's like, you listen to me, listen to me. You got it here. You got it in here. Listen to me, baby boy. You got it. Yeah. You got it in here. You can outperform all of them. You yeah. can, but you gotta see, see, but see, when you open your heart and you let you you accept that who you are. And I'm like, damn man, got me fired. He came, he came in lit. He got me fired. After cause I, I was like, yo, look, I wanna talk to you. You know what I'm saying? I said, look, I know I pulled you away from all these people. You know what I'm saying? But I want to speak to you on a person, per, a personal level. You know what I'm saying? I need that pep talk. You know what I'm saying? That boy there got me crunk. That, that next <laughs> following week, nigga, I sold like 15. And on the average, I sold like 10 policies a week. Oh, that nigga had me sell 15. Yeah, you on clock. Yeah. <laughs> he had me believe I can yeah. jump off the freaking <laughs> cliff and fly. You got ET, man. You got a whole bunch of them, man. And, and um, you know, I, I try to take care of different things, you know. Eat the meat, throw away the bone. You know where where I can apply it to my now, life. I apply it. Now the reason why I said what are the tactics that you use is I want you to tell the people nitty gritty. What's your mindset when you say, okay, you know what? I want to learn this. For him, I want to learn CDL. Okay, I'm gonna go to the CDL school. I'm gonna go ahead and go on the computer, do the test. Like, what are the necessary steps that people need to do other than just getting a book? You know, who they have to call? How many calls do they have to make? What contacts? How do they find right. contacts? So you, all right. So you at a level, 
that why, when I tell you this this phrase, you're gonna know what it is. <laughs> growth mindset. You gotta have a growth mindset, right? Explain to them what that means. So, <laughs> a growth mindset, in in a nutshell, pretty much means that. Get in detail. You believe that you can perform an action, even though it may be difficult. You won't say that you can't do it. You will say that I can't do it yet. I just need to figure it out. And that may require you feeling. And that's one thing that we were taught not to do, right? Because if you were to mess up one time, one time in our community, ah, boy, you did it. They, they, they still do it. They pick, they pick they at you. <laughs> Instead of saying, okay, cool, how about you do it this way? They never, like, showed you different avenues and told you it's okay, bro. Man, that's, that's supposed to happen. You're supposed to fall. You can get back up and do it this way. And we, we were always trying to be so perfect, right? And if you mess up one time, that was it. Um, and, and so just having that growth mindset, knowing that, hey, if I apply myself, I am able to um, reach these actions, this uh, outcome by performing particular act- actions. I may make mistakes along the way. I may fall along the way, but that doesn't mean I stop there. I can still rebound from that. Right. So yeah. with, with the growth mindset, you never say I can't do. You say I just can't do it yet. Can't do it yet. I can't do it yet. So do you want me to tell what I call that mindset? I didn't want to interject. <laughs> what you call interject. I call it the willing mindset. Mm-hmm. Now, what that means is the exact what he said, but I just wanted him to phrase it different. It's not that you can learn. It's that you will learn. You will learn it. See, what you put yourself in? Remember in the beginning when I put you in the truck? You yeah. didn't even think about CDL. No. I put him in the wheel. I said, you're going to drive this truck around this block. He said, Mark, man, I can't drive a truck. <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. I'll scare shitless. <laughs> I don't care if you can't. I want you to have the willpower to do. Mm. So I gave him will. But you know you will. You will. Mm. So no you call it, you call it, you call it, <laughs> what you call it? Growth mindset. Growth mindset. I call it will mindset. Because what I did was I put the will inside of you. I put the will that I have to, the must have. I need to in order to breathe. Mm. I have to. If I don't, I lose and I die. It's will. Because you need to breathe. So what I did to him, he didn't even know what I did. By me forcing the will in him, he's like, shoot. Not that I can drive a truck. I know I could because I put the will. It's not, it's not, I know. And that's what you're saying. I know I can learn this. No, it's not that you know. It's you will learn this. I want you to change the phrase from I know I can learn this to I will learn this. I will learn this. I know I'm going to learn this. I know I'm going to change my life. I know I'm going to put forth the necessary steps to do what I need to do to change my life. I don't care if my friends call me. I'm going to tell them I'm going to call him back because I got CDL school I go at 2 at 6. I ain't going to chill with nobody because I got CDL school at 6. That takes 2 hours of your time. But guess what? You used to love chilling. He used to come here almost every day to chill. Mm. I said, you can't come see me till you get that license, baby every boy. Every day, bro. You want to be my friend? <laughs> you want to be my homeboy? You got to be surrounded with success. Because when you're around me, I'm always giving you money. Man, you that, see that's success. Good. That's good. Listen, man. You, hit, you, hit <laughs> so, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I show him success so he don't have to say, Mark, you full of poo-poo. I take him places. I take him to Orlando. I take him wherever. If I got to take him to um, Chicago, I take him. Yeah. And I sit him down with big meetings, right? With, with CEOs. To be talked about that earlier. Too. I have yeah. him sit down next to me yeah. with CEOs, and they talking about big money. Big yeah. money. Hey, we're going to go ahead and send yeah, you 15000 20000 And he's like, I'm like, I'm, my like, mouth open. like <laughs> I'm like, chill out, Juco. He's going to be you too. All right, perfect. All right. All right, once he's ready, we'll have him straight. And we out of there. And he's like, Mark, this is going to happen? No, it's already happened. Here goes the email. They sent it already. Mm-hmm. So when he sees that, the legitimately, that is. niggas are actually working and doing the work, he can't say this nigga is full of crap. I showed you proof. Same thing with you. I showed you proof that, okay, this nigga, he's, he know what he's doing. So I can listen to him. If had I showed you no proof, had I showed him no proof, I put no willpower that he can do it. But once I show you that, I'm doing it. I instantly put gratification that you will, mm. not could, you will do it too once you learn the necessary steps. Yeah, 
That's so beautiful. That's what I meant by the question. <laughs> what so are y'all doing to do the necessary steps, which is, I mean, like, get into detail. Man, look, man, I'm waking up every morning. I'm freaking open up the internet. I'm looking things up. That's why I wanted y'all to tell them. Why? Because I'm doing that. Y'all are actually doing it too. You can't tell me you don't live on the internet to learn what you need to know. You, you show me, you send me stuff every day like, Mark, I didn't know I had to do this actually, as a truck driver. So you're going to see real. me in meeting. I'm in, I'm in a meeting right now. So it's safe. <laughs> so it, it's, and we did work. So, so those steps are doing the things that getting off your behind and, and putting the effort and putting the work in. Um, that's required. That might mean you go to sleep a little later because you got to get some more information in. You got to get the practice in. You might got to go out there and try whatever it is you say you want to do because having it in your mind is good. Absolutely. But if you never go out there and do it, who cares how you did it? Just do something. Just do something. Sometimes you want to be so technical on um, what, what color this thing is. and this. Like I was talking to somebody the other day. That's yo. I, I remember when I was trying to um, make my first company. I mean, starting for some people starting a business is just like boom, clockwork. But for others, and I'm talking to you because I know you, bro. That's why I'm a good teacher because I, I fail and I know how to help people who fail. Okay, cool. So the stuff I failed in, I can help my kids through those failures. Yeah. So you, so you want to start a business, right? You don't even know how to come up with a name. Like they talking about, oh, just start a business. You don't know what that mean, right? You on my level. We don't know what they talking about. <laughs> How do you do that? So you go to sunbiz.org. Go to sunbiz.org, and that's the first step you do. Absolutely. Now, you need a name, right? And so what I did, I, I, I spent so long thinking about what should my name be for my company, or should it be this? You know why? Because I thought it was the name that has some special magical ability to bring back sales or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's not in the name. It's really in your work ethic. At the end of the day, it's about the grind. It's about the hustle and the work you put in. You can name the company Q. It don't matter. As long as you busting your behind, making connections, reading books, studying, and applying everything that you learned, and you hustling and grinding, you can build Q up to be whatever you want Q to be. That's true. Um, and, and so... Another important, just to add on to what he yeah. said, is you don't have to get so stuck on the final name is Q. You can always, if you thought of a better name later on in the yeah. future, you go back into that same exact sunbiz and you change that name to what you want it to be. Yeah. And that's what that's what you decide you want to stick on. All right, it's gonna be Q Dog. Now it's Q Dog. <laughs> so, so you, you go to sunbiz.org. Let me see if I can pull this out because I, I, I want to tell you because sometimes you stuck, man. You stuck and you and you want to know what to do. How can I start my business? And real deal. The name is important, but it ain't as important as your product and your mm-hmm. service. So you can probably even run your business without even having a name yet, right? If, if you make, if you cook, start cooking and start selling some food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you even know that you need a business if you don't know your, your product work? You right here spending money on the name. You right here spending money on the website. I suppose nobody don't want your job. Get the value first. Suppose nobody don't want it. So go see if people want it. Uh, and, 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 and work on that and then you, you go into the name and then you go into the business and, and I was trying to figure out okay I may need a lawyer I may need this I'm like dog you ain't got no product yet <laughs> ain't got nothing <laughs> and you know what and then you know I was so afraid of my business not working man nah business is whatever it don't work cool boom I go get you know another one like? I always tell people this to numb it down in one simple term mm. trial and error. Bro, that's my... what business is in a nutshell. <laughs> it's trial. Let me try this out. Error. Oops. This didn't work. Let me try something out. There you go. Trial and error. You know, some people, they give you these statistics or half of the businesses that start fail. And that scare you. Like, dang, I don't want my business to be one of them half that fail. <laughs> <laughs> but you, within the first two years, so what? So what? Okay, so what? Now, the business fail, boom. All right, but I, I go get another business. That's it. I could go to Sunbiz again. All right, so it's a, so when you go to Sunbiz, it'll, it'll ask you, um, you can search uh, for businesses by the entity names. You can search exactly. by the officers. You can search by, so this is for you to find out if the name that you have is already taken. All right. So let's, 
All right, so guys, we got 30 more seconds. And I'm going to end this on a positive note. We are going to have a part two. We're going to finish this conversation and talk more about business. Guys, I'm going to leave you guys on a positive note because we got like 20 seconds. Guys, if you guys are real serious about who you are as a self-individual, if you are black and you are serious about trying to make a movement, you go for it. You push yourself. If you're serious about business and your family, you go and you push yourself and you do it. Love y'all. Stay safe.